As always in this show, we focus on the impact of AI. After our last episode, we got a lot of questions about how AI can accelerate your career. What does it take to achieve AI leadership? So today we discuss how AI will impact your career, what it takes to get ahead, and what happens if you don't. You can probably guess that one. This show is a collaboration between brothers working for AI-focused companies. Tom is in software, I'm in hardware. We don't always agree on everything, but we are both passionate about today's topic. How to use AI for impact, and how can you accelerate your career? Let's get started. So why start now? Why lead now? As Richard Baldwin said at the World Economic Forum, it's not that AI is going to take your job. It's someone who uses or knows AI might. So you need to get ahead. You're competing with somebody who's learning the skills, who's applying these skills every single day. And it's not just because they learn the skills. It's because they think about how they can do their work better or their impact better. You could be working for a nonprofit or a hospital. You may be thinking about patient outcomes. How can you use AI to get better at that? Of course, in a commercial enterprise, you'll be thinking about how can I do things more cost-efficiently? How can I perform my role better, faster? And that's the learning you need to acquire. And if you have AI skills, you will likely outperform others. You'll produce more in less time. And if you wait for your company to come up with training classes for you, that will eventually happen. Probably going to take six, year, six years or six months. Uh, you'll, you'll fall behind. We've seen this Gen AI uh, speed where things are changing very quickly in weeks, not months, not years. So we don't have time. So it's upon all of us to outrun our competition, applying these AI skills every single day. And if you think about it, Many of us stopped learning in college. We thought that's behind us. But that's where technology disruption happens. We stop learning and somebody else isn't. And they keep applying, they get ahead, and we wonder what happened. This is our time. This is all of our time to apply AI, to apply these technologies. At least that's what we believe. Well, the good news is there are endless resources today to start learning AI. Unlike a year ago, by now, all hyperscalers, Amazon, Google, Microsoft, they put amazing training programs out. Top universities release their AI-specific courses, many of them available at deep discount online or even free. Even better, Coursera has courses ranging from highly strategic and business-oriented to deep technical and they are all available for free if you are willing to take them in audit mode, meaning if you don't need certification at the end. So why is it so important? Why we emphasize that we should start today? First of all, these skills, even the foundational ones, are in high demand today. But the time window is limited when you can really stand out and lead give you an example, prompt engineering. Today is still a six-figure job. But in six to 12 months from now, it's likely to be just a skill we all expect it to have. High performance will be expected to know how to effectively interact with Gen AI models. 
Also, those who start using AI every day will approach and solve problems differently. Regardless whether it comes to creating a business plan, a marketing approach, a training, analyze documents, write, test, or document code, the question is, do you want to start an experiment and let AI help you draft your first draft? Or do you prefer create something and still use AI as a sounding board or a reviewer or somebody that inspires you to explore new angles and new areas? Regardless, if you start using it, you will be more productive. But we find that folks and teams who embraced it get a lot more done in less time. And this is a unique chance for us to create an edge, a competitive advantage. Or, like many others, we can just wait until these will become standard training program, as Tom mentioned, as our company provide well-curated classes, or until they're fully integrated in the everyday tools we use, whether it's Canva, Office, our favorite developer environment. But at that point, <laughs> productivity is no longer going to be an edge. This increase in productivity will be just an expectation, not a differentiator. Back in last November, we started looking at courses. And in the beginning, there were a few in between, but we looked at about 100 different courses that cover generative AI. And some of them are very technical and some of them are actually quite strategic. And they, they're coming from hyperscalers, they're coming from um, universities, they're coming from various sources and influencers that actually know their uh, subject matter. And um, out of the 100, we completed 20. And as, soon, as you go through this, it's not about completing courses, it's about getting profound understanding. This is a new skill, but it's also a new context. You start thinking about your work, you're thinking about what you do every day differently because you're exposed to new ideas and new tools. And how you assemble them together is the interesting part, is not the skill, is not the rote memorization of, of learning. And that's what we're advocating here. Just, just take it all in and apply it in a unique way. That's you. That's me. That's our pod. And, and one of the things that evolved out of this is we started thinking about learning in, in multiple levels and multiple facets. Um, and Arpad has an interesting model he's coming up with. We're probably going to evolve it over time. Uh, but maybe you can talk about that, Arpad. Thank you, Tom. Maybe it's my background in executive coaching, but I have a love for learning frameworks. I love to simplify what does it take to get to mastery. And when it comes to AI, there are really three levels of engagement. First, AI understanding. This is when we start to connect, start to understand the terms, see some of the use cases where AI can be effective. And that's where we all start. That's great because now we are part of the conversation. We can start to engage, start to see possibilities. And we included some great foundational courses that help you get started. But just remember there's a famous quote from Dale Carnegie. Knowledge is in power until it's applied. And I think this is where it's important that we focus on how can we get to the level where we don't just understand AI, we experience it. 
when we can some get some hands-on with some of the AI tools. This is where value creation begins. This is when we start to use these tools as a part of our daily process. There's a reason Coursera gives you all their courses for free in audit mode, because they understand that when you start to do the exercises, when you actually challenge yourself to get to that certification, to complete the whole Keystone project, that's when you sometimes put your learning to practice. This is when you start to solve real problems with AI. And this is when you start to go from learning to beginning creating value. And um, I believe that one of the easiest way to start to get engaged, if you haven't already, is get some very simple <laughs> foundational learning on prompt engineering. And then, well, why don't we do a challenge? I would love your feedback in the comments as well, if you are willing to take on this AI first challenge. Imagine that from now on, any task that come to you, what if you try to see, can I use AI to solve it? Can I use AI as a sounding board? Can I use some of these generative tools to give me inspiration or give me a perspective or challenge my way of thinking? Um, I believe that when we start to do that, when we start to incorporate AI in everyday activity, that's when we start to see the limitations, but also the possibilities. And that might surprise you what is possible today. Let me know in a comment, both if you are willing to take on the challenge, and if you did, how is it going? Where some of these current tools surprise you, where it helped you, where it fell flat. Because that's a key transition to the final level, where we define AR leadership, which comes from using AI to drive an impact. This is when you, we go from experimentation to value creation. This is where we get over to, let me just try and see to how can I actually make it consistently useful? And it's super interesting because a lot of companies right now are in experimental stage. They have tens, sometimes dozens, sometimes hundreds of projects going on, applying AI in different parts of the business. The question is, do these projects have a clear outcome? How do they need to scale? What metrics they will drive? Talking to a lot of my friends, peers, actually some of the startup funders, most of them believe that 2024 will be a key pivotal year. This is where many companies will shift from experimentation to true value creation. And those companies who figure this out will emerge as the new AI leaders. And I think for us, this is our opportunity to not just observe the change, but drive the change, to help our teams, our companies, move from science project to real solution. So, so what do you think? If you look at the projects, either you observe or you are involved, what do they use AI for? Did it really make a difference of how we work today? What changed? Maybe these are great questions for us to ask. And is that change? Is it measurable? Is it just productivity improvement? 
or are we changing the way we interact with our customers or how our core processes work leveraging these tools? Do we improve our ability to deliver? So can you be the one that challenges the data school? Can you be the catalyst that help your team to move from learning and experimentation to value creation? Tom, I know this is a topic you're very passionate about. What do you think? What does that take? Actually, both of us think quite a bit about how certain technologies can improve the business, move the needle, so to speak. Does it make a difference? I remember over the years looking at amazing, cool apps and uh, eventually have to decide, you know, it's, it's really amazing, but it doesn't make a difference. It doesn't, doesn't help the business, doesn't improve processes, doesn't shorten cycle time. Um, and, and that's the thing, that's the most important thing about leadership. Leadership is all about impact. So if you're a business leader, you want to be a business leader, you have to think about impact. It's not the skill you acquire. You cannot demonstrate, hey, I'm a leader because I have all these skills and I have all these certificates. You are a leader because you are making a business impact. You're moving the needle. You're moving uh, the business forward. And that should be the constant thinking around um, uh, generative AI as well. Are you applying the tool every day? You need to learn it. You need to internalize it. You need to learn about it. But then you have to say, hey, this is what I did with it. It used to take me 20 hours. Now it's taking me two hours to get this thing done. And not only that, we couldn't do this at all. We couldn't come up with this go-to-market strategy for this market segment because we're nascent, but now we can. Or we couldn't serve this this uh, patient segment uh, and couldn't improve their patient outcomes in hospitals because we just didn't have time to look at their data, but now we do. So you can constantly think about how to, how to move the needle. And oftentimes, we're in a position where we ask consultants to come in and tell our story or vendors to come in and tell our story. But the responsibility is on us. We as leaders ultimately have to make the impact. And, and that's the focus about applying the learning, applying the tools. And the speed at which you can move from learning and, and understanding and experimentation moving to impact. We should all challenge ourselves to make that period very quick. Try it, try it, try it. Um, you know, Silicon Valley adage, obviously, you know, move fast and break things. But in this case, you can't really break things. You, you, have, to, you have to try and, 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 and move forward. And um, in many ways, I looked at some statistics. So Pricewaterhouse ran a study. 64% of the CEOs in 2024, when we're shooting this, said that they expect major changes with generative AI in profitability, in cost levels, in customer success, in customer service. So you think if the CEO's expectation is at that level, they're going to look at you and your team differently? They're going to say, hey, that's my expectation. What are you doing about it? How are you improving? And in many ways, you have to start reimagining the business model because sometimes the business have been in place for 10, 20, 30, 50, 100 years. They kept improving it. So you're not going to get outsized movement with generative AI unless you fundamentally change the business model. You have to ask fundamental questions. It's not business as usual anymore. And that's the expectation on our shoulders as leaders and your shoulder as, as, as a leader now or in the future. And again, competition is in this area as well. Competition is for impact as well. So somebody out there, your peer is going to say, hey, I'm going to stop learning. I'm going to start applying and I'm going to keep trying and I'm going to apply this technology and I'm going to show up with results that others can't. And those are going to be the next leaders. And this change, I believe, or we believe, uh, is going to happen very rapidly. And you're already seeing this. If you don't believe in it, um, I think 
will be right <laughs> on, on this point. And um, the key question we should ask every day ourselves is, are we making different decisions as a leader, as a leadership team, as a work team, because we have generative AI? Are we increasing our goals as a result? So that's, I think, the leadership challenge from our side and for all of us as well. Arpad. Great questions, both at the leadership level. And I think for all of us as individuals, what is that we need to do differently? How can we translate this into tangible impact? How can we drive a change? And I think it depends on where you start, where you are coming from. If you are in technology, on one hand, you are in luck. You are familiar with how to deploy new tools, new technical capabilities, and drive a business impact. But you might even be an ML expert and have a heads up in this technology. But the challenge is, so many times it's easy to overfocus and get fascinated what the technology can do. I still talk to my peers and my friends, and there are companies who are training their own LLM model. They're building things from scratch. Now, in some cases, that might be legitimate. They might have a unique use case. On the other hand, there are more than a half a million large language models available in Hugging Face, and those are just the open source ones. So maybe the focus should be, how can we quickly find a way to find the right solution for us? How can we adopt it? How can we unlock value from the technology that is already there? Now, if you're on a business side, there is a really unique opportunity, and that is perspective. I think you can bring a perspective around what is the end-to-end problem we are solving? It's so easy to just over-focus on one element of the problem, whether it's Gen AI or search optimization. But at the end of the day, there are many questions these solutions need to solve, whether it's risk management, whether it's how can we make it scalable, what does it take to operate? Actually, we will have our next episode of the show fully dedicated on how to overcome and focus on those problems. But I believe that what is needed for leadership, what we see emerging is folks who can connect the dots, coming either from technology or from the business side, who can look at the end-to-end solution and see what pieces we need to put in place and how they will work together to really unlock the value and make this scalable. Tom, over to you, because I think we have a very specific call to action here. So look at that. This episode has a call to action because we think it's that urgent. And uh, if you think about this in the past with internet and e-commerce, we had years to get up to speed and and compete. And uh, with blockchain, um, probably months. And if you spend more time than months, you sort of miss the whole blockchain wave. Um, I think with uh, generative AI, it's probably just weeks. And we have to get every, I mean, you notice the changes. Uh, If you're learning GPT-4, by the time you're done with it, it's going to be GPT-5. And there's going to be Ultra and all the other technologies. So you have to move fast and you have to apply fast because you have to make sense that this keeps uh, improving and you have to apply it to see if it makes a difference. And um, we don't have time. You and I don't have time So we have to learn, understand, apply, make an impact, and lead. And that's our challenge for you and for us. 
So please join our challenge. We're going to put links to you in our show notes for the ongoing learning, and those will change. So we'll probably link you to our website where we're going to keep maintaining a list about learning assets. We're learning about tools, great technologies. Um, find your own sources. Um, and um, please, please comment and let us know where you're taking this learning, what you're learning, where you're making an impact, where are you finding challenges. Uh, and whether you putting in the comments or you DM us, let us know what else we should cover around learning, reskilling. And those of you who take on our daily challenge and try to do Gen AI first approach to your problems, we'd love to hear from you in the comments. What worked? What was a surprise for you? What did not work? You're super curious because we are all learners in the space. So welcome to the journey.